Blog Talk Radio. Thank you for listening. So today we're looking at John chapter 6, where we see Jesus feeding over 5,000 people. We're going, we're going to discuss Jesus' compassion for his followers, how we should follow him with our hearts, not our empty stomachs. So last week we discussed foreshadowing in the Bible, those little clues that seem out of place but lead to a big plot twist later on. For example, you're reading a book and the author describes a water spot in the ceiling. Then a few chapters later, a pipe bursts and the water floods the entire house. So at the end of chapter 6, we see a really great example of this foreshadowing. Jesus is talking with his disciples and he says the phrase, Have I not chosen you, the twelve? And here's the foreshadowing part. Yet one of you is the devil. This statement doesn't make any sense on its own and is very much out of place. But later in the book of John, during the Last Supper, we read how Satan has entered Judas who then betrayed Jesus, which leads to Jesus being arrested, which leads to Jesus' death on the cross, which then leads to Jesus being resurrected, which leads to God's perfect plan. Let's keep this conversation going. You can send me your thoughts at solomonprayer at gmail.com. So we start John chapter 6 as Jesus reaches the shore of the Sea of Galilee and a large crowd of people has followed Jesus because they're ready for this. The crowd has seen signs that he had performed. So did you catch that part? They saw signs. So what does that mean really? Well, signs means it means the presence of something. In this, in this case, Jesus indicated the presence of something else, God. So when Jesus was in town, people could uh, understand that the presence of God was nearby. Signs also give us direction. My friend and his family recently moved, and when I went to his new house to help move furniture, I found his house by following the street signs. I go down one street, I look for the next street sign, and I take a turn. This large crowd was following Jesus because they saw his signs. And the most amazing thing happens after Jesus sees this large crowd. He immediately asks about feeding them. Using five loaves of bread and just two fish, Jesus performs a miracle by providing food for over 5,000 people. And it's not just a little bit of food, like a light snack and just enough to fill them. Everybody was completely full from this meal, and there was food left over. Now, Jesus was not obligated to do this. He didn't invite everyone out for a free miracle and a meal. He was showing compassion and meeting their needs after they chose to follow him. Why do you think he has this compassion for us? I feel like Jesus shows his compassion because God sees our suffering and hears our cries. Jesus, at this point, has been on a very long journey. 
he's met people who are very broken and brokenhearted. And he's walked miles upon miles on a daily basis. He's been tired, he's been hungry, he's been thirsty. And these 5,000 men chose to follow Jesus, and Jesus wants to meet the needs of those who choose to follow him. Now, the most important part of this chapter, I think, happens after verse 22. Jesus and his disciples have left the area during the night and are now in another town. In the next morning, the crowd of men begin looking for Jesus and his disciples. When the crowd finds Jesus in another town, Jesus looks into their hearts and he sees that the crowd did not follow him this time because they saw the signs, but because they ate all that free miracle food and they just wanted more. Jesus met the needs at a time of compassion, but that is not his purpose. Jesus gives a very short but stern lecture about this for the rest of the chapter 6. He is not here to give us free food and perform these miracles. Just because I'm a follower of Jesus Christ does not mean I get in the car every week. I might get a bus pass because that's what I need in the moment. But my real prize is redemption for my sins. I get salvation. My needs will be met out of his compassion. But what I really get is life after death. So I want to thank you for listening today. Let's keep this conversation going. You can send me an email at psalmonprayer at gmail.com. Next week, we're going to discuss John chapter 7, where we see Jesus teaching in the temple in an attempt to have him arrested. Until next time, I'm Chris Mann, and this is Psalm Prayer. Mm-hmm.